Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, and welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Naja E. Brown, your host, and we thank you for your support and participation. Hope for Today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry and our hope and prayer for our listening audience all over the world is that you hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime, and you can reach us through our website at www.yieldtothekingministry.org. Well, welcome to today's episode entitled Harvest for the Hungry. And then I pose this question, what about the poor? So I always like to read the promotional material. This promotional material is going to be in the future tense because I wrote this before our actual event, which was entitled Harvest for the Hungry, happened. So on September 22nd, Yield to the King Ministry will host its second annual fundraising event, Harvest for the Hungry. Our goal is to heighten awareness that people who are hungry, homeless, and displaced are among us. Scripture says, he upholds the cause of the oppressed and gives food to the hungry. That's Psalm 146. Verse 7, and that's the New International Version. So Yield to the King Ministries' mission is to mirror the love of Jesus Christ by helping all people in need. So, of course, we want to raise funds to continue serving those people in need through the following programs that we offer. We offer a meal preparation and feeding program, income qualifying rental assistance program, And we also have a temporary housing advocacy and placement program. But more importantly, when we have an event, a fundraising event, we want to offer wholesome fellowship for communities to come together with a common purpose, goal, and effort. And then I'm saying in this, again, it was future tense, we were having a silent auction, raffle, entertainment, food, and looking forward to loads of fun. Well, our event did happen on September 22nd. It was Saturday, entitled Harvest for the Hungry. We had our silent auction and raffle, and it was absolutely wonderful. So it was the second annual, and we added a raffle this year, which was different from last year. And we had about 25 silent auction items and about 22 raffle items. And all of these items, mind you, were donated either by businesses, establishments, groups, churches, uh, individuals. So we auctioned uh, vacation packages, a photo shoot for up to eight people in a family, or eight people didn't necessarily have to be in a family. We had themed gift baskets, uh, massage therapy gift cards. We had a multitude of different types of gift cards women's jewelry, we had framed prints, and much more. That's just some of what we had. And then our raffle items consisted mainly of gift cards uh, for major coffee shops. We had department stores, restaurants, 
bookstores, pet stores, theaters, fast food uh, uh, establishments, and then, of course, we had uh, much more also. So uh, this year, though, which was a little different, a little different approach, we didn't have a fundraising goal. And I know that may sound strange to some people, but it was an opportunity to trust in the Lord. So there's a reason that I'm saying that, and I'm going to explain it in a, in a few minutes here. So we didn't advertise a dollar amount like we did last year, but it was an opportunity to trust in the Lord. So what I do and what I have done since last year is I keep rehearsing, rehearsing in my mind that God gave me the founder and executive director of Yield to the King Ministry this stretch assignment, and he will provide the means necessary to carry out his work. I have to rehearse that, or else it can get really kind of wonky. You know, you can start focusing on the money and and so on and so forth. And I felt like I did that a little bit last year. I struggled. I struggled with having a money focus. And uh, we actually circulated the amount of money that we wanted to raise to support our programs. And we wanted to raise $5,000 for our feeding program, our meal preparation and our feeding program. And we did reach our goals. So despite my focus being a little off, and, and I know this sounds strange because as a nonprofit organization, we have to have a budget. We have to have funding to carry out our programs. And we rely on people to donate money. We rely on volunteers to donate their talents and their resources. So when I say that we, it wasn't really our focus, I know that God's plan for Yield to the King ministry is a lot bigger. And I'll go back to the statement that I made a few minutes ago, and that is that I have to trust. God gave me this stretch assignment, and he will provide the means necessary to carry out his work. So last year, our fundraiser was entitled Home Runs for the Homeless because our, our focus is, you know, people who are hungry and displaced and, and, um, and homeless. And about two weeks before that fundraiser last year in 2017, I watched this docudrama entitled The Robber of the Cruel Streets. And it was about George Mueller, who housed orphans in England. And apparently Mr. Mueller only talked to God about his needs. And Mr. Mueller's testimony and the testimony for us today, centuries later, is that God does provide. So this year, again, my focus was more on just I wanted people to be aware of. I wanted Yield to the King ministry to, to have gain a greater exposure. I want people to know about our programs. I want people to know that we're out there doing the work of Christ. So this, this awareness was kind of like the overarching exposure and focus. And uh, people came to the fundraiser this year, but they weren't the same people who came last year. So that means that the awareness of our organization is growing, and I was terribly excited about that. And this year, uh, you know, I, I was just pleased to see that there were other people who came out to support the work that we are doing through Yield to the King ministry. And then another thing that I always struggle with, and that is uh, tapping into the same people over and over and over again. Uh, again, excuse me. But God took care of that concern also. So 
So all in all, the feedback from the attendees of our Harvest for the Hungry fundraiser with silent auction and raffle was very positive, and God did provide. So Yield to the King Ministries focuses hunger, homelessness, and displacement. And there are more than enough people for us to serve. And here's some statistics that are going to be alarming. The Seattle King County area, now Seattle's in Washington State. Washington State is in the Pacific Northwest of the United States, tucked under British Columbia, Canada, and right up above British Columbia is Alaska. So in the Seattle King County area, we are the third largest homeless, we have the third largest homeless population in the United States. And these are statistics from 2017. And there are seven cities that were compared here. So I'll, I'll give you some statistics on uh, the homelessness. So New York was number one. New York, New York, New York, excuse me, was number one. Los Angeles, California is number two. And uh, Seattle, Washington, number three. San Jose, the Santa Clara area was in uh, California, number four. San Diego, California, number five. And District Columbia, uh, District of Columbia, excuse me, number six, and San Francisco, California was number seven. So the statistics present the home overall homeless population, and then of that homeless population, what is the unsheltered homeless population? So we have tent cities, you know, we have these encampments. We have tent cities, we have tiny house villages, we have shelters where people can go at night, and then sometimes they have to leave during the day. We have day centers. But there's various places that we would call sanctioned areas for the homeless people to be able to reside. And then there's other areas that are, are, are ven- uh, areas where people will sort of homestead and they may not be sanctioned and they just pitch a tent and, and they sort of live under the bridges in these different places. But when we talk about the homeless population, we're talking about people who are without shelter. And then of those seven major cities that I mentioned, they also have statistics and percentages on the unsheltered homeless. So uh, there are people who choose to live outside and then under the bridges and in the door, you know, in the doorway of an establishment or under the bridge or, or whatever. So Seattle being number three, New York's homeless population is about 76,500. And that's again, 2017. And of that homeless population, about 5.1% are, are unsheltered homeless. So they don't have any shelter. San Francisco, the seventh city, their homeless population is about 6,800, and their unsheltered homeless was about 65% of that number. District of Columbia, 7,390 homeless people, and 12% of that number are unsheltered homeless. And then for, uh, let's see, Seattle, we have 11,640-ish and then 47.1% of that population uh, would fall into the unsheltered homeless population. So that's, that's, that's pretty critical. Uh, we're talking about people just living out in the elements, you know, in the cold or the heat, uh, not having a place to go. So we use the definition, and, we, and here in Seattle we go out annually and we count we do a head count, almost kind of like a census. We do a head count to find out how many people are out there who don't have a place to live. But a broader definition would be that you're homeless if you don't have your name on a mortgage, a lease, 
or if you don't have your own house key or door key to enter into a house of an apartment, a condo, or whatever. Uh, there are people who live with relatives, and they, they, their house, their name is not on that lease. So they just kind of what we call couch surfing. They go and they bounce from friend's house to friend's house or relative's house to relative's house or parent's house to friend's house or whatever. So the definition that we use to count our homeless are the people who are actually on the street. So it's the more narrow definition. But those statistics are pretty uh, unnerving. And so Yield to the King Ministry, it's not our goal to, to, to uh, solve world hunger or uh, Seattle metropolitan area hunger or to house everyone who's homeless. Our goal is to just be able to serve, if, even if it's just one person, to make a difference to one person to let them know that they are loved and that we care about them and we recognize them and that we see them on the streets, then we've accomplished our work for the day. So today we went to a shelter. Uh, it's our, our regular schedule. It's entitled, the name of the shelter is uh, Peace for the Streets by Kids from the Streets. And we go over there on the fourth Tuesday of every month. So today was the fourth Tuesday. We went over and we had an actual cookout. The executive director said, would you consider doing something outdoors before the weather gets bad? And I said, absolutely. So we had, we had hamburgers and hot dogs and salad and fruit, and we had grab bags that had Doritos and chips and Cheetos and all those things that are not really good for you but fun to eat outdoors when you're having a cookout. And we prepared it. We had a, a gas grill, and we prepared it and served it. Uh, we had condiments, of course, mustard, ketchup, and relish, and we had – uh, tomatoes and onions for the the burgers, and uh, everyone seemed to have enjoyed themselves. One of the one of the young men who frequents the shelter uh, came and said, "Can I give you a big hug?" So they're always appreciative. So we made a difference today in a small way, uh, made a small impact on uh, the budget that we have, and we just enjoy that work. So with that, I want to say thank you for joining us today, uh, Harvest for the Hungry, the question, what about the poor? We aim to feed the poor as often as we can and to minister to the people who would love to receive and, and feel and know the love of Jesus Christ. So with that, I'm going to say may God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. We'll talk again in a couple of weeks. God bless you.